Hello and welcome back to the podcast and thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts on Instagram at Bloodborne1, Facebook.com slash Bloodborne1, on Twitter at Bloodborne, YouTube.com slash Bloodborne, and most importantly on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Bloodborne. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Echoes in the Dark. This is episode 21. Uh, we've got a lot of MMO stuff going on right now. I don't know if you guys have been catching it lately, but I've actually been playing Star Wars The Old Republic, a game I have not played since 2012. I've uh, been putting some time in it with some of the other guys, and uh, there's been some stuff going on with Lord of the Rings Online. And so let's get into it. I'm actually going to start with Lord of the Rings Online. I've been a little frustrated. I've been a little frustrated. Uh, I upgraded my computer. I put two brand new SSDs in there. And I went and did a fresh install of the game from the website. Did a clean install of Windows 10. I did a clean install of DirectX. A clean install of my graphics card driver, the most up-to-date, and a clean install of the C++ stuff. Go to open the game, and I am greeted with switching it to 64-bit, and it not doing anything. And I spent several hours troubleshooting, and we landed with... The installer's broken. For specific, uh, specifically the 64-bit client. Now, if you flip it over to 32-bit, it's fine. Even if you run 32-bit legacy on a Windows 10 machine, it'll work. It works fine. Now, me having the ability to use a 64-bit client and not being able to is, is kind of frustrating. Because I've been playing on it since it came out. And... So I kind of go back to it. ended up uh, having to go get my other SSD that I took out of the computer, which actually still had all of my game files on it. Uh, after all the troubleshooting and after all the, the stuff that I did, I went and put that SSD back in the computer, copied over the folder, and lo and behold, it works just fine. So that leads me to think that there is a problem with the installer. They probably made a new one that has a little bit more recent of a bundle, but it's, it's missing library files when you install. Uh, it's, there are things in the X64 folder that are just flat out missing. Uh, I compared it to Yiki's, and then when I actually did, uh, when I put the old SSD back in, 
I compared and there's a lot of stuff missing. And I don't know if it's just like kind of the pre-flight installer stuff just isn't checking to see what is on your machine properly or not. But, you know, lost a couple hours to that, just troubleshooting and, you know, it, it seems that's not a good situation for, say somebody goes out and buys a brand new computer and, you know, it's got Windows 10 on it and they, they download the game and then nada. Like, yeah, you can run it in 32-bit. And I know people are going to be like, oh, just shut up. Just play it on 32-bit. That doesn't work for me. I don't accept that. If I have the ability to run something, if I have, you know, the capability and the hardware and everything should work fine and it doesn't, it makes me upset. <laughs> and I don't know if it's justified or not, but I think it is because, I don't know, I should be able to do it. And I was doing it in the past. But anyway, um, so let, let's talk about Bullroar for a minute. And if you're listening to the show and you don't know what Bullroar is, that is the Lord of the Rings Online's uh, private, not their private server because that's Palantir, uh, but their, their open beta server. I've got a couple problems with this. Um, so when is the most time people are going to be able to actively engage with a beta if they should choose to do so. Probably gonna be nights and weekends. Most people work. And even if it's open during the day, I mean, you're still looking maybe about anywhere from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. during the day being kind of a, an optimal time for a lot of geos to be able to test something. But, Putting a, a public test up for, uh, what was that, a Wednesday into a Thursday? Uh, it was almost 24 hours of it being up. That's not enough time. Call it a sneak peek if you want to. That's what they did. Um, when I managed to get onto the server, there were 10 people logged in. 10. Now, knowing that the general population size and the concentration of certain classes and things like that, um, there were, there was not a composition online at the time based on even levels, because not everybody was 130 on the server to run one of the six mans. Uh, one of the six mans that was being tested, it blew my mind. Um, come to find out that the character copy was broken. And my, my character was actually one of the ones uh, that could not be copied. And it's it basically there's some database stuff that they're working on right now. And it, when you do the character copy, if you know, uh, this is going to be like suit, I'm going to say this very, it's going to be very arbitrary right here. So say there's data in column A and in the new database, that's column A1. And it's got a copy from A to A1 and not all the data copies correctly. Well, it, the, the character copy is just going to fail. And, and that's what we had happen. So, um, there's a decent chunk of people that didn't get to participate, participate in that beta because their character didn't copy. Uh, and some people are just going to argue, we'll, we'll just go to the Isengard 
tavern and make a 130 and do all that stuff. You're talking about a good hour's worth of time just setting up a new character to get up to 130, get the legendaries decked out, get it even remotely close to where your character was. Uh, ah, so much yikes. But there's another, um, there was another bull roar beta the last couple nights, so it was up a little bit longer, which is fine. Uh, get that thing out on the weekend again. There, uh, I, I don't want to go into too much detail because of, uh, I, I just don't want to, <laughs> but there's been discussions and that is not going to happen. They're not going to put bull roar out on the weekends. Um, but me as a player and someone who pays for the game and has paid for the game, um, and Please don't take this as a, as a, I'm trying to ride a high horse here. I'm just giving you some clarification. I have played the game since 2007. I have had an active subscription that entire time. I am not a, uh, lifetime sub, so I don't get that stuff. Uh, it hasn't paid for itself. You know, like I am actively paying for it. I have bought. In some cases, multiple variations of expansions. I will always buy the legendary or collectors or ultimate fan or whatever the case is. Um, and, and some of those sting a little bit, you know, Mordor was 130. Uh, I mean, this Morgul was 130. Um, but let's say I'm a sucker for cosmetics. What can I say? But just thinking about that is like, I want a good product put out. That is the, the basis for all of this is I want a good product put out. I don't want one that is put out that is buggy, missing features. Um, just, you know, I think as a paying customer, there's, there's a, there's an agreement there. I give you dollars, you give me service. And when that exchange is done, that's a, to some degree, it's contract. You know, like I, I paid for this service. This is what my expectation is. Uh, and my expectation is, you know, a decent, a respectable amount of uptime, which regardless of the, the day long downtimes the, that we've had fairly recently, you know, most of their downtime is um, scheduled, so you know about it in advance. Most of it. Most of it. I've said it again. Most of it. Um, but again, so the, that's an expectation, is to have a reason, reasonable amount of uptime. Uh, and number two is deliver on what you say you're going to deliver on. And the the issue with with Minas Morgul out of the gate was was just server lag, and you can attribute that to you know player density on a particular server in a particular location, uh, and you, whatever you want. The fact of the matter is, on the old servers running on old computers and old clients and stuff like that, 
with more people logged in on more servers, I did not see the type of situations that we're dealing with now. I just didn't. Some people probably did, but I didn't. Um, and over the years, my hardware has gotten better. Network connections gotten better. Uh, everything's gotten better, but the experience has gone down. And it's a little worrisome, uh, you know, just for the long term. But that's what's been kind of frustrating, you know? And I like, I like to be pretty transparent and open about stuff that's going on in the game, things that are going on. Because some people like to dance around topics. I don't care. If it is a topic that needs to be addressed, if it needs to be talked about, if it needs to be, like, if it's a problem or if things are going great, yeah, I'll talk about it, you know? Uh, I don't think there's enough people in the community that are talking about certain things. Um, now, I will clarify that. There is one thing that is calling attention to something and providing context and detail uh, and providing potential solutions if they exist. And then there's just bitching. <laughs> and I've been accused of, of that one myself. You know, that's okay. Um, I'm sure it's, I'm sure I've done it. And, you know, some people just vent their frustration out on a game. Like, ah, these, why can't they just do this? Um, and on the flip side of the token, like, I don't want to discredit software development. Software development is not only hard to begin with, but it becomes increasingly difficult when you provide a live service. It becomes increasingly difficult when you have, you're not just, for lack of a better term, in maintenance mode, when you are providing updates to that service and changing the software. I mean, there's been, what are we on? We're on uh, pushing update 25.3. Uh, and so you got to figure out how many iterations there have been. And those are just the major updates, you know, like we're not talking about the, the dot three dot two dot one updates that are all mixed in there too. So yeah, think about that. Software development is difficult. Um, it's a language. And sometimes that language doesn't... The, the communication between languages is, is close. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And... like So you got to understand all that in one big bubble. So... There's that. Like, I wanted to test more of Boror. I wanted to test. I wanted to make videos. Um, I wanted to provide more content out there just so people could see stuff and kind of know what's coming, um, especially with the new dungeons and stuff like that, you know. And one, I just, I wasn't really, I put one out there and I'm, I was honestly, I'm not really happy with it because it wasn't my main character. Uh, I had to make some kind of crappy adjustments on it, and I just didn't like it. Whatever. That's, you know, uh, so hopefully soon the character copy will work. Like, right now, I, I tested it yesterday, and it still didn't work for my character, so... Um, I've said this before. Um, I've gotten some criticism for it, and that's fine. Everybody is more than welcome to do that. Again, as with anything on this show, this is my damn opinion. If you like it, 
cool. If not, hey, you know what? That's cool too. Let's talk. Um, my preference for my software update cycle is when we have situations like the server lag that we've got going on, when we've got outdated systems that haven't been touched, when we have characters that haven't been touched, when we have uh, legitimate issues with dungeons, with exploits, when you have, um, yeah, any, any of that stuff. There are fundamental services that people pay for in this game that are broken. And I do not think you should be releasing additional content at a cost when that stuff does not work. I don't even think you should do any of the free content if that stuff's not working. Like you have paid services that aren't working right now. And it, it, what's funny is I always talk about this stuff and it just sounds like I'm, I'm so mad at it. Like I still love this game. I play it all the damn time. And I, I right now there's just not a better middle earth experience than Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings online. There's just not, there's not a better experience out there for it. Um, you know, when you factor in the, the, that you can go where or within reason, you can go wherever you want in the game. You can explore, you can interact with other people. You can, uh, be a part of the main story progression of the war of the ring. Um, or you could just sit there and smoke a pipe. On the, on the side of the Brandywine River. You know? There's... When you look at it in that context, it is a wonderful experience. It is awesome. It's when we get tired up, and I think this happens with a lot of more veteran players like myself, is we've seen all the great stuff. You know? Like, we've we've experienced the best things that the game has to offer. The best things that the game has to offer sets a very high bar and a high standard for the rest of the game. And there are things, there are scenarios, there are situations, there are technical things that do not meet the expect or the, the, the standard that some of the better things have set for the game, like the landscape, the music, uh, the story. Those things, I don't think anybody that plays an MMO would argue any of those three things. The soundtrack is wonderful. Chance Thomas has always done a good job. Um, Wild drawing a blank on the current uh, Bill Champagne, uh, the in-house musician right now, does a fantastic job. Uh, you know, the, the world builders do a fantastic job. The story builders, you know, do a fantastic job. It's just when we get down to the technical stuff, and I don't even think this is the, the fault of any of the engineers or the designers or any of that stuff. It's just this engine is archaic at this point. It is so old. It is so old. And it's, they're just really pushing this thing to its absolute limits. And... It's unfortunate that, you know, when it was still under Warner Brothers, you know, maybe a decision could have been made back then to, to switch or do something else. But really, it's 
we're just we're hitting limitations and we're starting to see incompatibilities with with things in windows and i'm just that's just gonna get worse i mean that's just that's a very natural occurrence in software development is incompatibilities between the operating system and the software that's running on it sometimes you just have to like look at adobe creative suite look at i mean sometimes you just end up losing support for something like you're not going to get uh unless you update your operating system you're not gonna be able to run the software anymore or vice versa um you've updated your operating system and now this old software is no longer compatible that does happen uh and that is a legitimate concern that i have for this game is that that's going to happen more and more and more but like i said that was a, just the, the frustration side of things with the game there because there's i wanted to do more i wanted to create more content i wanted to make more videos i wanted to stream more of beta and and all that stuff there, there's more that i wanted to do and sadly i wasn't able to do it so you know that's where frustration comes from is when you had an expectation and that expectation was not met that becomes a negative experience which ultimately leads to frustration so um and i think there's the difference right there is being able to understand that and articulate the whys behind it why i'm upset about it um and then i also have the ability to look at myself and say shut up you dumbass it's a video game there's other video games to play there's other people to in real life to go hang out with and or you know what just go to bed early for once <laughs> that doesn't happen but anyway uh switching gears a little bit to star wars the old republic so obviously with the mandalorian that came out uh back in november and uh episode nine in december um uh, clone wars coming back out there's there's a lot of stuff going on in the Star Wars franchise. So naturally, there's a lot of eyes. You know, there's a lot of eyeballs out there looking at Star Wars. Okay. Um, you know, I see some uh, streamer friends that I have playing it. I'm like, man, I, I had a lot of fun when I played that in 2011, 2012. And so I'm like, okay, well, it's, it's free to play. I can, I can just dump in there and, and check it out. See how I feel about it. <sighs> Instantly hooked again. And, uh, a, a big group of, of players that used to play either star Wars or Lord of the Rings or a combination of both decided they wanted to play again. I was like, holy shit. All right. Now we're talking because now we got a group. Now we can run hell we got enough people we could run an operation if we wanted to we got enough people that we can go do some meaningful pvp like okay now now i'm interested okay um so we did some of that on stream and it was actually pretty decent uh i enjoyed it there's a lot of people that new faces in the channel which that's always great to see and um any any broadcaster will tell you that when you stream another game that's outside of your you know, big air quotes here, normal game. Um, well, if you're not a huge streamer, that's a little worrisome because uh, streaming is obviously a, a, a metrics game and 
when the metrics don't look as good as they normally do, that's a, a cause for concern in some cases. In some cases, it's not. Um, but thankfully, playing Star Wars was actually pretty good. And we got to see some new faces uh, and, and new people linked up and everything like that. And uh, so I was playing the Jedi Knight. And I figured out why I didn't like playing the Jedi Knight. And it was because I wanted to play it like my champion. You know, dual wielding. Uh, there's even skills that look similar. But then there is the actual melee range of the Jedi Knight. And it is much, much smaller. Uh, it's a much tighter window than the champion. I believe it's four meters. So it's like real melee. Uh, I'm spoiled as hell being a, a champion in Lotro because the melee range is 10 meters. Uh, it's more than double. And so that is, uh, that was in my mind, I'm like, I'm playing a melee class. So it's this far away and it's not that far away. I need to be closer. I need to be, I need to be right up on this thing. And, and so like I went through all that stuff and it was just, I, I was not enjoying it. And I, and I was like, I was playing through it. Like, I mean, we started those, uh, we, I'm, I think we got them to 40 something. I don't know. It's like 46 or 47 or something like that. So, I, I mean, I put in the, t I put in some time on it and in decent level ranges and I did PVP with them. Um, but then I also realized I had a level 70 boost available. And much like other games, like boosts can be dangerous because obviously you can get that kind of euphoria of sweet. I've got this high level character. Let's go. I only got to put five levels in and then he's done. And then I just get some gear and then I'm just going to go destroy stuff. It's very easy for that mentality to seep in. And it did a little bit. A little bit, not much, but here's what happened. Uh, so I decided there's a class I've never played trooper. So I was looking at some of the parses for DPS and seeing where they were. And so I see on uh, parsley.io is the what is it? The plasma tech w was pretty damn high up there. So it's like, okay, that, I mean, that sounds fun. Like it's, you know, damage over time. They've got some defensive cooldowns. Uh, and they've, okay, I can, well, let's check this out. And so the range on them is not ranged. It's kind of mid range. It's 10 meters. So immediately I felt more comfortable uh, at that range. And I was like, so I'm playing a uh, kind of this mid range melee class that uses a gun like all right this is just weird but turns out i was actually having a, a lot of fun with it and you know it was a little bit more fun in pvp and so it, it i think that makes a little bit more sense for what i want to do in in the old republic um but we've got we've got a good group of people playing it's been fun to, to play with some people that we haven't played with in a while and you know that's that's good it's good um, the, the only thing I'm concerned about is like, once I, uh, you know, the, the trooper made it to 75 and now this, 
<laughs> much like every other MMO, once you hit the level cap, now this whole world opens up to you and you're like, oh shit, now what? And there's just so many things that you're bombarded with. Well, I got to get this and I got to get this and I got to get this. I got to go here. I got to go here. I got to finish the story. I got to go do this planet. Holy crap. Where do I start? And so that is the danger of, of boosting a character is because unless you've gone through the experience and, and know where those things are, it's a very daunting task. And so I knew some of it, so it wasn't super terrible. And um, there's not like trait trees and legendaries and all that crap. You got to level up. So I guess it's a little bit easier in Star Wars The Old Republic um, to boost a character and do the five levels. And because you don't have trait trees, you have a trait path. So that's all based on where you are level. And then you toss some utility points in, which uh, there's some great guides out there that break it down on and what you want for what scenario and what they're good for. And, you know, slap some of them in there. You get nine of them. Not a huge deal. Um, but yeah, so there's the stuff with the, uh, adaptive armor. And I'm like, I have no idea what this is. There's like 9 million pieces of armor, but it's from talking to the community. It's like, that's just cosmetic. And you just throw mods and shit in there. And that's what gives it its level and all that. But then there's standalone pieces that just have an item level. And there's that. And you can get lockboxes from PvP and flashpoints. And you get better stuff from doing uh, like veteran and master and all this stuff. So it's like there's a lot to process still. But I'll tell you what. It's fun. I'm very glad that uh, the Old Republic is able to fill some of my need for the MMO situation while some of the stuff is going on with Lord of the Rings Online. Um, otherwise, I just I don't know that I'd be playing any computer games right now. So, um, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the long and short of it, really, with this one. Um, if you guys are are checking out any of the other media, so like YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, make sure you hit those all up. Um, there's been, I've scheduled some posts for Instagram. So there were some screenshots that went out. Um, I've put a couple new videos out on YouTube. Uh, one of those I'm actually really proud of. Uh, I, so a little, a little bit of backstory on this one. The, the video is called the legacies of my people. And I, I kind of like where this came from. Uh, I guess it's probably not the best title to use for it. Uh, it makes sense when, once you hear all of this broken down, but, uh, the, the legacies of my people is so the legendary legacies for a champion. And it just kind of stuck to me because of when Thorin is in Rivendell and in the movie, you know, he says, uh, is the legacy of my people is mine to protect. And I don't know that uh, when I heard, when I was making the video and I was talking about legacies, that, that line just kept popping in my head. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. We'll use that. Um, but I actually, 
several videos ago, like any of the tutorial ones, I went back and looked at them and I was like, you know what? I'm just not happy with these. I can do better than that. I expect better from myself for that stuff. So I was like, okay, what can I do? So I went and started browsing around just like other games uh, and people that do tutorials, like see what do they do? What, what seems to be received well? Um, what kind of, what's kind of editing style do I like? And so I jotted down some notes and, uh, and I took some time and I just sat down at the other computer that I edit on and I'm like, okay, let's, let's look at this. Let's figure it out. And that's the one thing it was just like, I needed a drive just to go do it. I need to make a change. I need to, I want this content to be better. So let me practice it with something that's a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say it's straightforward, uh, but I think it's just a little bit more well-known at this point. So it's not like it's new earth shattering information. It's not this some crazy build that like, oh, you build your character this way and you can go solo a raid. It's, it's nothing like that. It's just, I wanted something that was, uh, that was kind of comfortable material to test with and learn on. Uh, and I was actually really happy with how it turned out. It was actually, uh, uh, I liked, th there's a few things that I don't like. Some of the resolution stuff is still kind of, eh. Like I need to get a higher res version of, of some things. Um, but the, the transitions and the blurs and pulling the tool tips up and stuff like that. And like all that stuff worked out wonderfully. I was really happy with that. And so I've been trying a couple different things with the videos. Like, uh, I did throw a beta video out there and it was really, we were running through, um, uh, what is it? Bar near Neth, uh, near Neth. The House of uh, Lamentation. Uh, so I, I cut that one all up so it was kind of segmented and um, yeah, I don't know if I like that one too much. Uh, so, and, and that's the thing is I, I want to try new stuff and see what I like and see what's received well um, and, and what we get good feedback on and stuff like that because that stuff's important to me. Um, how you know, I always ask for feedback on, on the podcast, on the Twitch stream, on the videos, on, I mean, you can go over to my discord right now. Um, and there is a section in there for podcast topics. There is watch party suggestions and suggestions for the stream. So like all those things exist over there because I want to know more from you guys. Um, I mean, the more information I get from you guys, the better, because then I can, make what I feel is a better product. Uh, I can put out a better video or, you know, I can make a better stream. So that stuff's important to me. Uh, and, and sadly, I just, I don't get a lot of it, but the stuff I do get, you know, if it's something that I can act on or if I can adjust, I'm sure. Let's take a look at it. Um, so yeah, there's that. <clears throat> Um, so anyway, um, that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about today. And, um, I think that's where we're, we're going to leave this one. And so make sure you're checking out the live streams. Uh, we've been kind of hit and miss the last couple of weeks because of computer upgrades, software installs, um, 
I know on Saturday we had some storms roll through and I just didn't really want to do that stuff while storms are going on. Um, so we've been a little hit and mess over the last couple of weeks, but hopefully that'll just uh, kind of chill out here and we'll be back to normal. So, um, so yeah, keep that all in mind. Check out all the, uh, all the social media posts. Make sure you're following me over on Twitch and uh, I will see you guys again very soon. And I hope to uh, hear from all of you in Discord and in all the chats and everything. And on that note, I'm done. You guys have a fantastic week. Take it easy.